be talking pissed. to Kim. Yeah. I'm like, hey, what's up, Mr. West? He walks by, slams the door in my face. <laughs> this is the Cats and Pudding Podcast. <laughs> A melting pot of pudding. And now, here's Jen. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the first ever episode of Cats and Pudding. My name is Jennifer Delandro, and we are doing our first podcast today. This is amazing. And I have a wonderful guest here, my friend Steve Stanalis. That's close. I always say his name wrong. Stanulis. Stanulis, but that's okay. okay Why do they call wrong. this Cats and Pudding anyway? Well, because, look... I'm a glamorous girl. I, you know, I, I'm always looking great. I look like always look like Carrie Bradshaw. But at night, it's just cats and pudding for me, baby. That's it. I'm just petting my cats, eating my pudding, stroking them. That's it. Really? Yeah. I gotta be honest. When you asked me to be on cats and pudding, <laughs> I, I had no idea what I was getting myself into. But it, but here I here I stand. And I'm glad that you're here. And the first guest. I know. That's exciting. I'm very Isn't excited. It? Totally excited to be here. So let me ask you something, Steve. You yes. are Steve is this is he's an, he's got an amazing story. Steve is a stripper slash cop slash movie producer slash actor, right. and you have a big big show that's on Tubi right now, first season, right? That's correct. That's and correct. now you're ready to shoot the next season that I'm going to be in. By the way, I'm Actually, excited. Yes, you are. Yes. Well, just to clarify, I'm not all that today. <laughs> um, I started out at Chippendales when I was 18. Um, and then got called by the NYPD. So back then so I was- So like, you ran in your G-string to take no, the test? No, 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 no. It was a whole crazy story. But um, I was a cop in the 90s, so there was no social media. So I was able to strip and still be a cop. So they used to say I would take care of the bad guys during the day and the bad girls at night. Nice. Wow. And then while we did that whole thing, <laughs> I actually uh, you took care of a lot of bad I took girls at night. I know you probably say. more bad girls at night than bad guys. I'm sure day. you made more made it with more women than made it. I I guarantee probably, most likely. Right? And then uh, and then I got into working security with Leonardo DiCaprio back in the '90s when he was like going he out every like night. And uh, yeah, so that's how I got into the whole film industry. But so yeah, I mean it was very Forrest Gumpian. Uh, type of. So you kind of just fell into it. I fell into each thing. So including when, the girls at night. Well, yeah. No, 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 I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Let's drink. Let's have a toast. Let's have a toast to that. How many women? Oh, for would God. you say too G- many to Gene, count? Gene Simmons don't have much of a wow edge on me. Wow. No, that's all. That's only because of I have the access. It's not that I'm, you know, <laughs> I just happen to have. What clubs did you work in? Wow. Um, well, we first we started at Chippendales. Mm-hmm. It was on 61st and First, and then. Uh, we went into the whole circuit. Right. So, you know, people that are old enough. I was at Birch Hill in New Jersey, uh, Club Abyss. Uh, so you were the escapes whole gamut. In Long you Island. Were the whole gamut. The whole gamut. So, but how gamut. did it like work? At, you know, as being a police officer and then jumping into you know going stripping at night. I mean, right now at this day and age, you would never be able. No, to get no, away I'd be with fired that. like immediately. But I'm, but I'm sure. I mean, as many clubs as you were in, so people might have known you, inspired no, no, you. And, and the cool thing was when, when I was. Right, so I went to college. I met a dude that first day of his class. They asked you to be a stripper. No, he no. He happened to work at Chippendales, and I was looking for a job. He's like, "Ah, hey, you, you know, I was always into working out." So he's like, uh, "You know, would you be interested in going to, you know, working at Chippendales?" So I'm like, "I guess." So I went. I went to the show, and he came out, and it was like 300 girls, and he would. Randomly hump any girl. And, I went to Chippendales. I don't even want to admit it. Yeah, no, no, but he, but he would hump cheesy. every girl was, and he would give them money and say thank you. And I'm like. So are you saying that you got paid for sex? No, no, no. I don't mean physically <laughs> hump them. I just mean 
jump on them, do all these different things, and girls would say thanks and put money in this G-string. Now, meanwhile, you would arrest somebody if they did that in the street on a girl. Well, <laughs> yeah, oh, I, I get te- I get technically, technically, but girls are a lot worse than yes, guys. I mean, are. if you go to a male, like a, a male review, they're, they're awful. It's like fresh meat. I don't even think they're awful. I think they just, they're just, they're just out there. No, no, they're no, just girls like. Get crazy. Well, they let loose when they're out. Right. When you're in a, you know, a go-go, a go-go bar or a strip club. A go-go? What are we, 1960s? I don't fucking myself. But again, when you go to a strip club, uh, you know, the guys are just kind of laid back. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's a totally different vibe. So and going to work at it. Well, I mean, I've like I said, I don't want to admit it, but I have been to Chip and I was in Chip Why wouldn't you want to admit it? It's, it, was, it was fun. It was it's fun. still huge. It is. It still really still is huge, huge right yeah, now. It's in Vegas now, but yeah, huge, huge. I mean, girls I are still going to get married. That's true. Girls are still getting divorced. Well, if somebody asked you to do a to do a party for them, would you still do uh, it to this day? That, that I would mean, be, you're still that in that great shape. Yeah, you're handsome a little tired. Guy. I have to shave again and. Yep. <laughs> Shave my ass. That's what I was going to ask you. Do you I, I don't shave? Know. Uh, you know, I had to. Well, now you can laser with me now in my office. I can now, actually. Right? You know what? I don't, I don't have think to, about that. I can pull my ass up too, right? Don't you no? get like like razor burns on your ass when you do that shit? Though. You know what? I, I have to have somebody do it for me. I can't shave my own ass. <laughs> so I actually, you know. I that's have, a, jo- a job a job opportunity. Shaving yeah, Steve's well, let's, ass. Let's, let's, let's toast, let's toast that. Let's, yeah. let's put this that is out there. not shaving your own ass. Not shaving your own ass. Don't shave your own ass. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Yes. No, but yes. So I got to have my wife or somebody shave my ass because. Wait, and your wife is okay with you. Were you married? Well, wait, a, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, so. Okay, let's go back. Because I was married numerous times. And I would, not, not ne- I would never think no, that, not that ever. I'm, I'm proud I would, of it. I would, no, but I, I'm not that proud of it. But I met, ironically, both of my wives. In the strip club? At male reviews. So And how was that? Well, Did my, she make you strip every well, night for you? Well, let's talk, you I'll talk about my current wife so I don't get in trouble. <laughs> she was at a bachelorette party, at a cousin's bachelorette right. party. And she had seen me at a show years ago. And um, ironically, has a at the end of each show, we would take Polaroid pictures. That's, again, dating myself. The girls would come up, we would charge $20, and she would sit on a guy's lap and be surrounded by the guys. Right. So she met me years ago. So she was a, she was a, she was a photo chick in the club. I used to do that, too. I used to make well, some no, 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 she just happened to be a patron. Oh, and she sat on my lap and liked me, but I was already married at the time, whatever. Fast forward, she goes to another show, and now I'm single. And she she's like, oh, what, didn't you used to dance? And whatever. So, yeah, so it was weird because my mother-in-law. Was that the show, too? Well, at the shows. Oh, they all seen my ass, so it was a weird Sunday macaroni. And they know how big macaroni. your Johnson, they know how big your Johnson well, is, the, Well, again, yes, yeah, there was no Basically. hiding anything. Yeah, so, you can't hide so that. Was so like, the show was probably like, yeah, you better marry him. Yeah, he's, yeah, got, yeah, he's right. probably got fair swimmers. They thought I had a tripod. <laughs> but, uh, but no, like, see these things in the camera? You can't oh, see them on camera, God. but. Yeah, something like this. No, but no, but anyhow, it's it's a, it's a weird thing to go to a Sunday yeah. dinner. Yeah, especially your, when your mother-in-law and your and wife wants to have a threesome with you. Yeah, it's has, a little weird. has seen you in a thong. Yeah, you know I mean, it's it's a, it's definitely an icebreaker. But uh, but and again, not to be all over the map. When I first got asked to work for security for Leo, um, was he in the club? No, but what happened was I was. We had a mutual friend mm-hmm. who was his money manager. The uh, one I know? Yes. Yes. And he we asked can't me say to, his name. No. He asked me to meet DiCaprio. He was interested yeah. in work, you know, mm-hmm. me working. And I showed up late. And this is 1999. This is right yeah. after Titanic. And uh, I had nothing, you know, I had no ambition to be in the movie industry. And uh, he was like the biggest star in Hollywood and I'm a stripper cop. So we really have nothing in common other than I had torn my ACL. 
So he's like, oh, my God. I told my ACL on Basketball Diaries, do you mind if I see your scar? So I was like, yeah, as long Were you as you don't mind. you afraid you wanted to see something else? No, no, no. <laughs> but I said, sure, as long as you don't mind the G-string I'm wearing. And I pulled my fucking pants down. <laughs> and I'm sitting in a thong. And that was it. That, that broke the ice. You're sitting in a thong. Well, I would, I, would, I would think that would break the ice. A purple sitting thong. Sitting there in a thong. Purple thong. That's my color. And then, the and then uh, I just I broke the ice and I became Leo's guy. I and say you, he you did, not I only did. broke the ice, you... Freaking destroyed the I, I kicked that. right through. But yeah. but the, the point was, and then I just started working with him on a regular basis. Is he a nice guy? He's great. If you know him. I mean, he's got a circle of people. Mm-hmm. And once you're in that circle, he's awesome. You know, he's a great guy. And I don't see him going to strip clubs. I don't see no, him that No, guy. no, no. He didn't, you know, he didn't. For he, some he reason. Need he's like, he don't need to go to strip clubs. But I'm again, sorry. I was there in the 99 where he was going out every night. Right. So it was cool well, because. he was a kid. I mean, he was right, right. right. Um, I'll have to give you a picture, baby, later of us okay. ninety nine together. I think uh, I saw that picture. Yeah, yeah. and um, and again, we went out every night, and I got to literally do everything they did. Yeah, uh, and it was easier because I wasn't six. And who was five. he hanging out with then? He was hanging out with like Johnny Depp. And no, the, it was called. The, it was actually called the Pussy Posse. Really? Yes, and it was. Uh, it was Leo, um, Q Tip. Wow. Lucas Hans. Okay. Uh, Toby McGuire. Mm-hmm. And David That's his best and friend. David Blaine. Okay. Oh my and, God. Uh, yeah. And we. I haven't heard out. that name. He hasn't he, been in any movies lately. No, he's more of a uh, illusionist. Like a, yeah. But uh, but yeah, and uh, we had a, we had a, you know it was cool because I was part of the, the crew because I looked he, I looked right. like part of the crew because I'm not this big gorilla. Yeah. But I could always had my. Well, shield. you're a good looking guy. Well, no, you, but I had my look, shield. You, yeah. Would just tell them you know if somebody came and bothered us they would like oh I'm sorry officer and they would leave you know so they love that. They like that. Yeah, yeah. So that was that was my whole you know Leo thing. And then you, when you started to you started to bodyguard or do security for Leo, then you started going and doing security for other stars. Well, too. what happened was in '99 because I was with Leo. Anybody who's big in '99 wanted me. Oh, you you know the guy that knows that we know together. He was in jail with. Yes, you're yes. All right, right. Okay. But um, so I worked with Alanis. Okay. Uh, How is she to work? Awesome. For? She's awesome. Awesome. Michael She's like Stipe. such a cool check. Uh, Anybody who's big in the 90s, uh, uh, Ben Affleck, all, all those guys. Um, so, so yeah, it was, it was all, all because I was with Leo. Um, and you did that all through, like, how many years did you I do I only did that for, like, a year. But what happened is I did a party. Uh, I went to a party. Right. And I met this, this guy named Dylan Sellers. Mm-hmm. And he's a Brooklyn guy. And he's a producer. And we kind of hit it off right away. And he's like, do you play football? I'm like, yeah, I played in high school. And he's like, I'm doing this movie with Keanu Reeves and Gene Hackman called The Replacements. Oh, I remember. Are you interested? I just watched that movie. That's so yeah. funny. Yeah, so I said, yeah, okay. So the following week, I'm in Baltimore, Maryland with Gene wow. Hackman and and and, and uh, Keanu Gene. Reeves. I love Gene Hackman. He was such a great actor. Yeah, yeah. And he's that, still alive, he's right? He's still alive, yeah. And, and that's how my acting career started. Wow. So, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, You yeah. just kind of felt like you Forrest Gump did. Uh, you Forrest, fell, Forrest you fell, into fell right it. in. And then you got... Go throughout the years you were also acting and still right. doing security? No, no, no. I got away from that for a long time. So now you're doing – okay, so now you're, so you're going away from the security and now you're acting now. You're getting – you know, you're making your own – you know, making your own bones in mm-hmm. Hollywood right. and in film. And then what happens? How did you wind up with Kanye? Because that was, that's the big deal with you is you had this whole thing with Kanye, right? We did a right. – we, we actually – I did a – we did a, a, a documentary together. Right. Well, Produced right, right. with you, and right. it's called 15 Days with Kanye. Right. And this is the reason. Now, tell, tell me why, how you wound up with him. 
<laughs> so um, make a long, boring story short, uh, you know, now that I was an actor and I retired from the police department, you know, I just had three kids in like two years. So I, I was, you know, sometimes when you're in the acting industry, you know, you, you wait for your next gig. Right. So a friend of mine called me up. He's like, um, would you be interested in working with Kanye West? You're probably not going to last. Right. But would you be interested in working with him? So I said, yeah, yeah, fine. And it was at the, for the Met Gala, right? That well, was what, the whole no, thing. I was the second time. I worked with him tw- okay. two times. So, so basically, you know, I, 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 I go and I meet Kanye and, uh, I was assigned to Kim Kardashian. So, okay, so you went with Kim, and that's so how the whole I was assigned to Kim. Okay. So what happened was- And how he, is she? She's nice? She's awesome. She's awesome. Yeah, she seems like she's nice. She yeah, like she's, 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 she's definitely cool. And then um, what happened was Kim comes in, and I go, hey, Kim, I'm Steve. I'll be working with you. I just and wanted, Kanye didn't like that. Well, I said, I, I, you know, I just wanted to let her know who I was. Right. Like, I'll be working all week with you for the whole fashion week. Uh and you know you need anything? I'm here. So and that's how it all. Some fucking creepy dude. Right. That's we're just hanging around you. Yeah. So that was it. So uh, professional. So then I get a, um, not called over by an assistant, and she, she's like, "Kanye, uh, uh, don't want you talking to Kim." <laughs> well, I, I, I said, mean, I said what? You are a good-looking dude. Oh, I, I mean, mean I, no, thank but you, you are being just, professional, to be going professional. up to. I wasn't like, hey, you like, you know. like, like, can I meet you later? Right. And let's get a room right. together. So, I mean, you so I got that. reassigned to Kanye. Well, that's you know, that's that's his uh, his, his ego. You're a good-looking guy. Well, you know? Again, I thank you for the comment, but again, it was just being, you know, yeah. I'm sure they work with a thousand guys, so, good-looking guys, or whatever. But the point was, he had it out for me, and then I started working with him, and then there was a lot of crazy incidents with him and I that were well documented in the press. Um, and you guys have to watch the documentary. This uh, and, and, but tell them one good, one good story. I like uh, the I like the one with the hotel room. All right. Yeah, so so um, make a long story short. We he was in the, in the uh, music studio mm-hmm. about three four in the morning, and let's just say he wasn't sober. Okay. And we had to go back to the Waldorf Towers. So when we got off the elevator in the towers, I knew where his room was. I knew, and he clearly didn't know because so he, he was clearly wasted. decided that his that his room wasn't that way; it was the other way. So I'm like, "Listen, I'm, I'm not gonna." I'm and not, he was I'm, going. I'm we not, were fighting I'm with not, him. I'm not he was right. So I said, "All right, let's go to the room." So we go. Now, is there another bodyguard with you at this? No, time? it's just, just him and I. Him? It's just okay, him and I. I would just think that he would have a whole entourage of bodyguards. I wouldn't think that he would just have one. That's well. I mean, there is when you know when he's outside, but, but now just go into his room. Just walk him for the night. So so make a long short of it. We pull up on these two Italian guys, two Italian security guys, uh, that are protecting this Italian dignitary in the in the room, and they're standing sitting outside the. So guy's it's room. this guy's room. It's this guy's room, <laughs> and he thinks it's his. Right. So you know, we start getting into like this yelling match, and he's like, "I'm Mr. West." And they have no idea who he is, and I'm like, "So again, it and they don't get, buy, and they don't speak English." And, and they they don't, don't, I speak going. English. I don't speak Italian, so it gets into this big. You know, fiasco. McGill fiasco, and and the security from the hotel comes or whatever, and they're like, oh, you know, no, uh, Kanye, Mr. West, your room's the other way, and everything. He finally, he finally, yeah, but I mean, you know, this was an ongoing thing all the time, but um, with all that being said, they called me back. He recommended me to come back for the Met Gala, right. And that's when the whole thing happened. And didn't he kind of tell you not to come to the Met Gala too? Did well, he I mean, he, you, I, when he called I called and said, when, "Don't bother showing up." Well, I was there the whole week, and then when it was time to go to the Met Gala, 
I had to tell Kim that they wanted like some sort of sports car last minute and we couldn't get one. We had to go in a regular, you know, in, in an Escalade. We couldn't right. get this exotic sports car to go oh to the Macala. So I had to tell Kim, uh, I, well, I, I went up to tell Kanye, but Kim answered the door. So I, I'm telling Kim that, you know, we can't get the vehicle. And as I'm talking to her, who turns the corner? Kanye. Kanye. So he didn't like so you now talking to Kim at all. She's he been was talking pissed. to Kim. Yeah. I'm like, hey, what's up, Mr. West? He walks by, slams the door in my face. <laughs> So like, and as a, as a Staten Island, and I know as a guy that's not you want really to punch him right in his face. I'm right, sure. As a guy that's not really, I would deduct him. Working the fucking as a like, security guy, you're not doing. I'm anything. just doing this for a week to, to you know just to pass yeah. time. I'm not like a. So I go you're downstairs. Doing this for a job, you're I'm not just doing, doing this it to right. hook up with somebody, right? But I'm just doing it. I'm not even like a regular security guy. Right. I was doing it as a favor. They wanted cops, ex-retired cops. So I go downstairs. Uh, and I get a call from the head guy that runs the whole security team that I won't be needed anymore. <laughs> You're like, what oh the hell? What it was like about? 30 seconds later he yeah, did that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, what are what? you talking about? So anyhow, they're like, they don't need you anymore. <laughs> so the next day, the headlines read, you know, ex-Chippendale uh, gets fired for hitting on And this was, this was uh, Kim, everywhere. And this was no, everywhere. Not, not just here. I had TMZ in my house every day because wow. then – they refused to pay me, so I started doing all these interviews. TMZ, uh, The Sun, right. in the UK, China, you know, That's right. China, they didn't want to pay you. And they didn't want to pay you. So every time they didn't pay me, I did another interview. Good for you. So then I got a $30 million lawsuit against me uh, from from uh, Kanye and Kim. And he didn't sign a paper, right? Something he didn't see. That. Right. So so basically, they said I signed an NDA. And you know, so I didn't. And it's right. not because I didn't want to. Because they just they never gave never us gave one. it to you. So what happened was they end up calling me, not them. Uh, the security guy asked me to sign the NDA and backdate it. After after this, this and backdate like, it. I'm like, dude, you. really? Yeah, well, so come, like, on. come on. Excuse my language. So out of nowhere, somebody forged my name. Right. And you know, so anyway, it was all bullshit. It was uh, I didn't get sued for thirty billion, and I'm pissed. And you still didn't get paid because I only got twenty eight million in the bank. <laughs> so I'm a little, you know, I would be a little. Just, but you know, that real kind, but let me ask you a question. That did kind of help you in your career, though. Well, I, I mean, mean, it didn't hurt. But did, then the only negative was no, ba- no press is bad press. No, no, even only, if it is bad press. No, I mean, it depends. Uh, absolutely, on, that's depends why on what we did, you're doing. Right, and that's why we did the documentary. Yes, because and it's every a good documentary, you got to watch it. It's yeah, really we, good. we did a great job. Really and, good job. And 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 we're hoping to get it on. Oh, there's a lot of places. I was soon. just yes somewhere. No, everybody wants it. It's just a matter of if I want to deal with the legal well, bullshit. As, um, <laughs> you're gonna start getting cease and desist. Yeah, from I'm gonna him. Say right again. You're gonna start with Kanye. Wake the sleeping yeah. sleeping lion. No, no, no. But like I said, um, the only negative that came with it, but that's why we did the documentary. Yeah. Was everything I did afterwards. Yeah. We did a, a film that's now getting might be nominated for an Oscar. That's Monica, right? Monica, and uh, you know it's getting you know one Venice mm-hmm. and everything. I, everything with that. They and would now, ask me and about now, the oh, Monica. Blah, blah. Tell us about Kanye. Okay. So it always it was always it's an opening. Back to Kanye. It's an opening monologue for it. I say I didn't open up with no, it today. No, no, I no, started so, with how so, you yeah. began. So, like, so just I like this happened. That always happened. But so that's, that's, that's I, an, this is a, it is an interesting story. Oh, it is totally interesting, and that's why I did the documentary. Yeah. So now I, I addressed the elephant in the room. Mm-hmm. And now now it, it was made, and now if you want to hear about it or see it, you could see it. Watch the documentary. And now you have another show that's out on Tubi right now mm, that's yes. got great reviews, uh-huh. right? So tell us about the show. 
you know, we we did a, sh- a show uh, called Great Kills, which is a, a town in Staten Island, and and it's about a hitman, and mm-hmm. it's a mockumentary uh, about his camera crew files on a hitman, and it, it's a dark comedy. It's it's done as a mockumentary right. style. It's like The Office with a hitman. It's so it's, so it's a it's a it's a it's a uh, somebody's following you around with cameras. To right, a camera crew following around a hitman. And so I love the title, and it's really the name of, of right, a place so in a double, Staten Island. So it's really, it's really, it's great kills. So it's awesome. It's a double pun. So you're like the so here you're like the Fredo of the of the hitman world. I would that, say that's correct. right. Right, and uh, they don't respect me because I'm not Italian. Right. So, but but again, we we did really streamed number one mm-hmm. on Tubi. We're doing season two. Uh, Eric Roberts is coming to ra- aboard. Right. Playing himself, which is and great. Bayling, Bayling, right? and, and Kathy and Moriarty. I can't wait to meet her. I'm so excited. Yeah, to meet her. So she was in Raging Bull. She was Raging Bull. I know. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. I know, so. and we got. We still got to get our other friends on who was in Analyze That on the show. You should ask Donna. Donna Marie. Donna Marie. Yeah. So, so yeah. So yeah. So it's been an interesting. You know, hopefully I summed up shit in 20 minutes, but it's been an interesting life uh, that I've led. I always say it's very Forrest Gumpian. Are you excited for the new season? Yeah, it's just right now, like I said, it's like, it's, you know, like you see how you guys today getting all ready, pre-production, all this stuff. That's that's what I'm going through right now. We're going through the pre-production part of it, the locations, locking everything down, getting everybody's schedules, you know, all that stuff. But, yeah, I mean, uh, it'll be fun once we and get And how going. is it, to, like, when you're, like, I'm always, I've been fascinated about production. That's why we, we, you know, we met and that's just like my second life career that I wanted to always pursue. But how did how did you get into it and why did why I mean, is this would you prefer doing production rather than than acting? I mean, what is your more of your passion? Um I'm I'm gonna give the liberal answer. I like all three. I just don't like doing all three. At the same in time. In the same fucking project. Can I curse? <laughs> in the same project. Um you know, I, if I, if it's, I'm going to produce, I like to produce. If, I, if I'm going to direct, I, I, I just. But you're not direct. directing this. I'm not directing this, thank God. Um, and we have James Bernardino, who's a great director. He did films like SLC Punk. Uh, it was at one point the highest grossing independent film of all time. So, so yeah, it was, I mean, again, it, it's a lot of fun. Um, as long as I'm not doing everything. Do you feel the character has any any part of you in it? I mean, do you feel like that it's based as anything around your uh, your you know your life? At all? Well, the great Some. thing is it's it's an it's totally improv. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know we have s- the, the structure of the scene and then we That's just so roll. So uh, you know when it's done well, it's and everything goes wrong for you because like you're like oh yeah like, yeah you, right, you, right. You, you, you break your hand you, you don't have you can't use your you have to use your left hand to, to right. shoot There's somebody. Always, right. So it's it's a dark comedy. It is a dark comedy. It's a dark comedy. It's and a dark it's doing comedy. well. I mean, IMDb. You become friends with your hits, and then you buy, yeah, yeah, buy yeah. It's it's ludicrous, but it's, it, that's what makes it fun because it's played so straight. Yeah, which makes it a, a dark comedy. So yeah, so everything's great, and like I said, um, it is. It is funny. It yeah. is cute. So and now I'm gonna, and now I'm gonna be your you play, my, play a, a version of myself in it, which will yes. be fun. Yes, and right? you'll, you'll get to improv yet again. We'll be like doing this exactly right now. Right now. Well, you know, it's just like we'll just be like us in the office when I see you anyway. Exactly. When you come in. Exactly. Steve's my page. I'm going to tell everybody. She sees. Well, you're on my. I page. get zero work done. Don't listen to that. The, he's just she him. shaves my ass. I do. I go That's what shaves. I really wanted him to come in for, so I could shave his ass. Let me tell you. Let's do another. Let's toaster. do another toast. Then that, ass actually, you're coming in tomorrow. To get my so ass shaved. You better bend over. I want to see your ass. I might even get those. What are they at? Uh, 
I've heard about this. Somebody you want told me about an asshole bleach. You want to you want anal bleaching? What what is what is that even? Well, we don't do it, but it just it 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 brightens, drink it brightens up your ass basically. You're, you're, it, you don't do anal bleaching. We don't do anal bleaching. I don't think many people like like want to like. I know get a guy into it. Like it wouldn't be like something like. I know a guy who does. You know a guy that who does actually had anal bleaching. And did he like it? How do you feel the process? Right? I didn't look. I, didn't, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I took his word on it. Was it, it one of your Shrepa's friends? I was actually somebody we know mutually. But um, with <laughs> that being said, yeah, we, we know, you know, like I said, I, here's to his ass. Here's to his bleached ass. To our friends' anal um, ass, anal you know, bleaching ass. <laughs> but uh, but with that being said, yeah, I mean, listen, you know, um, yes, I'm a patient. She does a little uh, touch ups here and there for me. So yes, but yeah, but like he I guess looks said, natural though. Thank you. You and do. You have to. You have to look good on camera. You can't look completely right. frozen because yeah, I don't like know. when people. And it's so yeah. funny when I see people on camera. I'm like looking at them. Oh my god, do they need Botox so bad? Yeah, but you know what? I'd rather see people like that than when they eyebrows look like the Joker. I know. Or like yeah, that, they look. Yeah. They look kind of look cat like. They kind of right. look like. They don't aliens. move when they speak. Oh my God, that kills me. Yeah, I rather. I rather None see of my it. patients ever look like that. They all look good. No, yeah, no, 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 absolutely. But, and and again, the good. other thing I just want to talk real quick. Like I said, we have a, a film called Monica, mm-hmm. Patricia Clarkson, who's unbelievable, um, and uh, Trace Lizette, okay, who's the first transgender uh, lead in a film, which I, I knew. Yes, to her. Yeah, which yes. I knew was going to do well. And the storyline is great, and it's it's like a surprise ending. And once we won Venice, uh, you know, it got it just got released mm-hmm. in all the theaters uh, by uh, AMC. Right. And uh, yeah, I heard it's getting some Oscar. We're getting we're hearing Oscar buzz. What would that What would that do to your career? Uh, if, it would get I me mean, a little bullshit trophy. No, <laughs> like, but I mean, it would. Like, get no, 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 no. <laughs> Uh, no, no, it would be cool because it, would just, it just adds prestige. Well, at least you won't slap anybody on stage. Oh, you might. Maybe you'll strip on stage when you get the award. Oh, uh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> it just, but it, again, it would just be cool. Now I'm a producer of a uh, an Oscar-winning film, which would be the worst thing. You know what I mean? It only helps. So, yeah. So, I mean, like I said, everything's going so well. Good. And now I'm on Cats and Pudding. So, I know. So now my, my whole fucking it. year you is totally made. totally made it. You got on my show, on my Cats first and show. Yeah. And when I'm when I'm big and famous like you yes. are, yes, well, listen, like you are, I remember the little I people. I can say, I remember your ass. I can say, when, I got, especially when I bleeped. I stripped. <laughs> I was a cop. I worked with Leo, and I was on Cats and Pudding. There you go. And fought with Kanye West and got two for thirty million, and was on Cats and Pudding. That's it, and it always goes back to Cats and Pudding. It Cats always and goes Pudding. Back. Thank you, Steve, so much for coming and being on my first show. I'm so excited, and I can't wait to work with you on a. Next project. That's my honor. I want to wish you luck. Thank you. Break legs. Thank you. If this is any indication on how you're going to be, I have no doubt it's going to be a success. Oh, I love you. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. This is Jennifer Delanger with Cats and Pudding. Cats and Pudding.